welcome to the Let's Scare My Girlfriend to Death podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh. And I'm your co-host, the girlfriend, Cindy. Hey everybody, welcome back to your favorite podcast where a couple talk about horror movies and break them down thematically by month. My name is Cindy. I'm Josh. Yay! Howdy, howdy. How are you? Um, pretty good. Uh, going through some stomach issues right now. Uh-huh. You know, rocking and rolling. Okay. You know, ups and downs, strikes and gutters. Of course, knew that Lebowski quote was coming. This month we are watching uh, the Witch in It movies. Uh, last week. I'm really proud of that title. It's last stupid. week we watched Black Sunday, right? Did you? I almost said Black say Sabbath. Sabbath and turn Sabbath yes. into Sabbath and mid-word. <laughs> Black Sunday. Sunday. I really enjoyed Black Sunday, which was a movie uh, we both pretty, and pretty liked, pretty liked, I almost said pretty much liked. This week we're doing something a little more modern. I am not okay with it. But uh, this is what we agreed to this at the beginning. This week is going to scare the shit out of you. All right. Um, and I get a feeling one of your kids and maybe your mom are going to get in okay. on this one. Uh, we are doing The Conjuring. The Conjuring. From 2013. Yeah. You, we were alive in 2013, unlike the Black Sunday 1960. So uh, what do you do about 2013? 2013. Uh, I don't know. I was just kind of living my life, being a mom and a teacher and all that fun stuff. It's so funny that when I make the list of the things, um, <laughs> the Trump years, it's always like 700 yep. things happen. Uh-huh. Uh, and some of the non-Trump years, there's not all, uh, as much. So this is kind of a less insane year. Uh, 2013 hmm. was the beginning of Obama's second term. Okay. Uh, Pope Benedict the Sixteenth resigned. Uh, Edward Snowden made those disclosures. Ah, uh, he is now a Russian citizen. Yeah, we got the federal recognition of same-sex marriage. That's a good thing. There was an Egyptian military coup. Oh yeah. And a new pope. We had two popes. We had two popes. That gave, we had that show yeah. on like Showtime. Or whatever. <laughs> we had the two that, popes. The that was new pope. My uh, my favorite thing about popes ever is in martin scorsese's gangs of new york Mm -hmm. where this is off topic but this makes me laugh every time i think about it at the beginning when liam neeson's little irish army is fighting daniel day lewis's yeah not irish army (laughs) daniel day lewis is like may the christian lord guide my hand against your roman pope yeah (laughs) fabulous the only part of that movie i really like fabulous Roman Popery cracks my shit up. Yeah. Um, but 2013. 2013. Tell oh, me about wowzers. it. Um, that was the year that we lost Roger Ebert. Yeah. Boo. Margaret Thatcher. Yay. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Winters, James Gandolfini, Lou Reed, Paul Walker, Nelson Mandela, Peter O'Toole, and Gosh. James Avery, a.k.a. Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. AKA oh, Shredder from the Ninja Turtles cartoon of my childhood. Yeah. Okay. Um, the new word of that year was bingeable. Okay. We, I mean, speaking of bingeable, we use that word. The Conjuring films. Uh, the other movies that came out that year, in case you're like, when, what did this come out against with? Like, it was the same year as Mama. Remember that movie? Yes. Uh, Stoker, which is a movie I f- 
fully believe you would love. Okay. Uh, Spring Breakers, The Place Beyond the Pines, The Evil Dead remake, uh, Lords of Salem, Only God Forgives, The Purge, Man of Steel, uh, The Moon Ranger with Johnny Depp. Okay. And Gosh, we don't talk name? about Army that Hammer movie. What's his name? Eats People. Um, Ooh, yeah. yeah we don't movie. talk about that movie. Uh, Pacific Rim, You're Next, Insidious Chapter 2, Prisoners, and The Wolf of Wall Street. Dang. That's a lot of 2013 coming at you. Um, now, let's get into The Conjuring. All right, The Conjuring. Um, released July 19th of 2013. It is rated R. It is one hour and 52 minutes. Dan- nope, that's too long. <laughs> too long. Uh, the tagline for this movie is Evil Loves Innocence. And it is currently streaming on HBO Max, if that is where you want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie, like we said, um, is directed by James Wan. He's the director of Saul, Dead Silence, Insidious, Insidious 2, Aquaman, and The Conjuring 2. Okay. Which I know some people that think <sighs> The Conjuring 2 is better than this one. I disagree. But The Conjuring right. 2 is pretty fucking good, too. Uh, is <laughs> co-written by Chad and Corey Hayes. Uh, who wrote the 2005 House of Wax and would write The Conjuring 2 and the cast. Okay. It stars, definitely the big stars, are Patrick Wilson, who plays Ed Warren. Um, he was Josh Lambert in the Insidious movies. <laughs> he, uh, he was in Watchmen. He was in Phantom of the Opera, Hard okay. Candy. Um, he comes back for the, basically most of the Conjuring films, like even the sub one, like the side ones. Um, he's in Bone Tomahawk. We have Vera Farmiga playing Lorraine Warren, the wife. Um, she's in The Departed, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas, mm. Orphan, mm. Godzilla, King of the Monsters, the recent one, not the American retitled 1954 movie. Okay. Um, we've got Ron Livingston playing Roger uh, Perrin. He was in Office Space. Okay. Right? The lead of Office Space. Yeah. Uh, Band of Brothers, Swingers, oh, Adaptations. Like We've got Lily Taylor playing Carolyn Perrin. She was in Say Anything, Shortcuts, The Addiction, and High Fidelity. Oh, yeah. (coughs) I will say this movie takes place in the 1970s, and it is shot to look like a film from the 1970s. All right. Oh, I'm nervous. I'm so nervous about this. All right. This is the part of the podcast where Josh shows me a poster of the movie. And I try to tell you the plot. All right. We've got, based on the true case files of the Warrens, uh, we've got like a hanging tree overshadowing a, oh, I just noticed the shadow. The shadow is a a woman laying, like being hanged, but not in it. That's trickery. That's some tomfoolery right there. Um, We've got a a very nice house in the background. And does it look like the woods are on fire or is it just misty? I don't know. It's misty. (laughs) I'm going to say that this is a movie about a witch that haunts the house of the people who, you know, you know, hanged her and somebody like, like, oh, my old uncle Mark passed away and I, they, I'm going to, I mean, inherited the house let's go check it out and it's terrifying okay so you're right about there being an uncle mark 
Oh, really? Oh, my God. That'd be so <laughs> fucked up. My heart skipped a little. Um, this movie's going to scare the shit out of you. There's no other way around it. Um, I, I'm curious to see if the my mom... Because of the jump scares? Because this movie is aggressively scary. Because of the jump scares, Josh? Yes, and it's also aggressively scary. Um, it's like insidious level of like shit happening. Um was it worse than Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Josh? I don't know. I think depending on the type of person. Just, that's like a 70s movie. This is, okay, this is less in the vein of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And more, more in the vein of The Exorcist. No oh, shit. I mean, it, it's a witch movie. I know, but still. It's not like cannibals. I know, but I don't like the jump scares, A. And I don't like, like. I, I'm, I'm curious okay. to see. I don't like this any period. Movie that I don't like any movie that we've watched for the podcast that I've explicitly mentioned that my mom loves. Um, you've ended up also really liking. That's true because he had the best mom ever. So I'm curious and he had to the see best girlfriend that ever. Up with this movie. All right. This is like for my mom's birthday. I got her all the Conjuring movies. And then she was like, "You know what? For my birthday, is for you to just watch these with me." And I was like, "Okay." And you did. <laughs> Because you're the best son. Uh, All right. Well, join us, won't you? Mind the doors. All right, it's 918. We're headed down into the cellar where the doors just opened on its own. Give us a sign that you want to communicate with us. Nothing. What are you guys? Well, we've been called ghost hunters, paranormal researchers. But we prefer to be known simply as Ed and Lorraine Warren. There's someone here that would like to talk to you. There's something horrible happening in my house. November 1st, 1971, I'm sitting here with Carolyn Perrin, who, with her family, has been experiencing supernatural occurrences. You picking up anything in here, hon? Something awful happened here, Ed. What is it? Whatever Lorraine sees, feels, touches, it takes a toll on her. A little piece each time. You have a lot of spirits in here, but there's one that I'm most worried about because it is so hateful. That's not going to help. This thing has latched itself to your family. Father, we never seen nothing like this. I'm coming with you. No way. I can't lose you. There's a lady in a dirty nightgown that I see in my dreams. She's standing in front of my mom's bed.
So we watched The Conjuring, and I would like Josh to describe how I watched The Conjuring um, before I try to sum what this movie was. There was a lot of screaming and hiding the screen from your eyes with your hands mm-hmm. and angry looks at me and your eldest son who <laughs> watched this with us. Um, a lot of you just angrily yelling at the screen. Um <laughs> Yeah. It was a ride. It's part of my method. It was a ride. Part of, uh, you know, my agreement with my great-grandmother is that she keeps them away from me as long as I don't go looking for them. Also, is and that... By that, she means black people. Is, is also... You gave no preface to that at all. The ghosts and scary things. Um, I think I'm angrier. Like, I think I carry inside of me more anger and pure vitriol hate than um, I think any kind of demon can handle. (laughs) Like, I think they'd show up to the party and I'd be like, welcome aboard. I'm about to fuck you up. (laughs) And then they'd be like, oh, God, the voices. Why? Oh, why do I hate myself so much? Oh, Lord. What what you're saying is, what is a demon (laughs) compared to a high ace score? (laughs) Uh, ace go. being adverse childhood yes. uh, experiences scores. People know what the ace score no, is. I'm sure there's someone listening to this that doesn't know what we're talking about. So there you go. I assume now that the only people who listen are like our friends and all of our friends work with the ace score. Um, <laughs> on a, that's not on a routine true. basis. We did. Was it like Peru? We trended in Peru for like a day. Oh, once. that's true. Well, anywho. That's a thing. Weirdly. I think it was Peru. What's up, Peru? Okay. Uh, we love you. The Conjuring was terrifying. Check. Um, it made me so mad at check, check. so many points um, for various reasons. Um, yeah, they're they're. Uh, hmm. I I get slightly mad at this movie too, but for a totally different reason that okay. we'll talk about. Here okay. A bit. So this was the story of it, it was very Amityville horror. A family moves into a new house. House is haunted. And um, they must perform an exorcism to get rid of it. Kind of like Poltergeist. There you go. Well, there's not an exorcism in Poltergeist. Oh, that they, they have a... Yeah. She has to tie a rope around her and go Thank into you. the afterlife. Okay. I'm just saying. Like, I like The Conjuring, but it's... It's no exorcism. It's no Poltergeist. Okay. I say that, and like, I'm sure people are... Gonna flip their wings when they hear me. I fucking love Poltergeist. I can't help it. Mm, it's we're a, old. It has all the weight of my childhood behind it, guys. I and can't that, help that I love it as much as I do. And you say to me, that's, that's a very mom thing to say. You're so, as you defend Poltergeist. Poltergeist has the has the freight train weight of my childhood barreling down on me every time I watch it. Mm-hmm. It just reminds me of like being young and happy all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All I got to worry about is just eating this sandwich and not fucking up this class at school. See, I never had that feeling. Being an adult is terrible. See above comment. <laughs> so, I'm good. Um, so, IMDb has paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren mm-hmm. work to help a family terrorized by a dark presence in their farmhouse. Um, one thing that neither you nor the synopsis mentions is, um, is the point of the month. There is a witch in it. Um, yeah, that I know, that pissed me off. It's a witch behind it. 
I hate when... Maybe. Or a demon. We're not sure. It's a little vague. I hate when movies um, show, like, this is based on true events. And they show people, like, the... What who, what were their names? The Normans? Or who, who were the paranormal investigator? It was the Warrens. The Warrens. That's actually surprising. We're close. Uh, thank you. Um, and they're like, these, you know, and they're like, it's real. Like, demons and blah, 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 blah. That's all real. Okay. That's not how witches are. You know what I mean? Like if you're gonna if you're gonna open up and say that in our version of the Matrix there are demons and you know various layers and ghosts and ghouls and witches, with w- Wicca or 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 just Wicca is just one branch of, of of like a pagan sort of witchcraft thing. That that's that's not what they do. Well, that's not that. I does that make sense? Yeah. I'm- Here's the thing. So, like, this movie is like Fargo in the fact that it purports to be based on a true story. Okay. But unlike, say, Fargo, which has that whole scroll at the beginning, like, this is real, and it was totally a fabrication, Mm -hmm. there was an Ed and Lorraine Warren, and they did do essentially. Yeah, their grandson is on TikTok, and it's weird. Yeah, to what the characters in the movie do. Absolutely. um, Except. Um, I believe in the power of this movie and I enjoy it. And I think it's a super fun movie. I don't believe in demons. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in any of that shit. That's fine. Um, so like for me, whenever I see anything like the exorcist or this and they're like, based on a true story, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, like Blair, Witch was, you know? Yeah. Got it. Like, I feel like to a point. Um, it's kind of it's the thing of like you notice that the Catholic Church did significantly less um, exorcisms once they found out like what seizures were. Fair, <laughs> right? It's just shit like that. Like uh, it, it gets that, whatever. That's not my point. My point is people are going to be or people like see a movie like this or and they like criticize you know whatever this account is and but nobody stops to think like oh that's that's not how those beliefs work that's not what that's that's not what a witch is you know what i am i making any sense it just really kind of bums me out that these old like ways and practices and whatnot even in a movie where we're having strict rules about how a demon works doesn't like oh that yeah witches wouldn't do that or they're not you know what i mean no i i see what you're saying and i'm half with you okay um i do think that if you're going to do this thing um and i mentioned there's something about this movie that frustrates me which is it's the same reason i have a hard time watching the exorcist as an adult who is a um non-believer in religion is these movies feel like they're selling you religion specifically Catholicism, right? Yeah. It's the answer. And it's like, you know, the the good guy passport to fixing all the problems, right? I read out of my demon book. I read out of the, the Bible. And then there's always this thing where, by and large, um, movie witches are... A trope. In the, a trope that goes back to kind of like 
the Wizard of Oz. Like yeah. we've never really gotten past the idea of like a good witch and a bad witch flying and like mm-hmm. green faces. It, it feels and, to me like if you're gonna have a movie about um, a Black American experience, and then you still hire white guys to play Asian roles in that movie. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like you're still like what? That's not mm, okay. That that's still not you know that part isn't okay. But okay. Does that make sense? Is that no, too much no, of a stretch? No, no, no. It, it does because there are witches now. Yeah. Right? Like, and I get that that's a religion. Well, it's not even... And, and, and like a, a process or a way of life? It's kind of... So, historically, you know, uh, witches were just older women um, who widowed most of the time, who lived alone and the these kind of women in like the olden days of like a matriarchal society when men would be away at you know literally at war all the time and women kind of ran things there was like the old woman who remembered oh this is how you can take willow and it helps with the headache mm-hmm. and this is you know moldy bread can help with this and that suddenly becomes oh that's witchcraft and it's like no that's just somebody like an herbalist or well, somebody who knows how nature a naturalist yeah. Um, and then, you know, you do have, you know, the pagan side of like re- of, of a religion sort of thing. But either way you look at it, you're still screwing up that that aspect of the movie. That's not. OK, I'm, am I being weird? No, you're not being weird. Um, and I was I'm still on board with what you're saying. And again, I half agree with you. OK, um, I do think that there is a sad trope um, of taking, like you said, someone who performed a function, usually like an older person, mm-hmm. and they knew a lot about like medicine or nature, and then once like modern science. Men. Uh, yeah. <laughs> came into the picture Men. and were like, this is our thing. Then they found a way to demonize these women. Mm-hmm. Um, I would argue, however, <laughs> that separate from that, um, which is a very valid point and honestly not what I thought we would be talking about right now. Okay. I think that both sides of the coin of this movie are fucking cartoon characters to a degree. Yes. Right. Like you have a ridiculous witch and it is scary. Like, so, oh my God, it's terrifying. So much in this movie that is scary. Like we're, I'm going to, I talk about like cartoony, but this movie is legitimately fucking yes. good with the scares. Um, but there's like a witch and she does like crazy shit in it. And like when she levitates above Lily uh, Taylor's face and then like vomits in her mouth, which that's a weird oh. trope in horror movies. I don't know why. It's like people puking in people's mouths, i.e. John Carpenter, Prince of Darkness. Um, and then on the flip side of that coin of this like ridiculous caricature of a witch, you have Ed and Lorraine Warren mm-hmm. who are essentially caricatures of like I'm a paranormal expert. Yeah. And her husband, like, who's a protector. Yeah, they, mm. Like, madly in love forever. We and, do this together. Right? In the second... It, it's like a thing. In every movie, they're, like, always reaffirming their love. Um, but these are kind of just, like, stereotypes. Yes. On both ends of, like, the spectrum. And, like, for instance, when he does... Um, Ed does the exorcism mm-hmm. on, uh, on Lily Taylor whenever she's possessed... You're not, you can't do that. Like, according to Catholic dogma, he's not a priest. You, you can't, that wouldn't work. Like, that's not how that works. 
Uh, and they do the whole thing of like, I need a young only, priest and an old priest. Right? He's the only person that is like an exorcist for the Catholic Church that isn't a priest. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. Um, do they have a per- one person in charge of exorcists in the Catholic Church? No, there's like a hierarchy. But apparently, to the best of my knowledge, like bishops possess the power. It's like a leveling up system. <laughs> They've leveled up enough in the Lord's service that bishops... Um, who hmm. can only move diagonally can, <laughs> can cast out demons and devils. I feel I want RuPaul um, to walk in and remind us all that queens can go wherever they want. Yeah. But I guess priests can be or like specially ordained by a bishop to do it in their stead. I think it, it that really smacks up like the Middle Ages and like a fat rich bishop like, I really don't want to go there. Um, <laughs> I'm going to send you in my place just like... This is Just all, be cool about it. It's fine. Like, The Conjuring is an amazing, scary movie that, like, James Wan fucking killed it with. However, like, after the movie's over, if you really spend too much time dissecting... Oh, it just falls right apart. Yeah. Because you, you kind of have, like, the family, which are well-rounded characters as compared to the other ones, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Ed and Lorraine are just good. Right. They're very they flat. Do nothing wrong. The witch does nothing good. And then mm-hmm. the, the, the family's like normal and they do a little bit of both. Um, and then they're punished for it. Yep. I, mm, and yeah, that, that was, it's such a strange takeaway, but that was kind of my first thought as I remember and think about this movie was going, they're just perpetuating a lie. And <laughs> which, it sounds so weird to say, I guess, especially to you who like think the whole thing, the, the whole thing's a lie. But it's like, well, if you're going to say that, oh, all these things are real, then at least get it right. That, you know, the idea of a witch, of a woman like laying with the devil and, and all that kind of stuff were just myths and stereotypes that killed people. That's, they didn't really, they didn't really do that. What? <laughs> they didn't really do that. I mean... <laughs> What? Sure they did. It just it, it bums me out. Input to every animal. It just bums me out. Anywho, it just it is. It bums me out, guys. Anyway, it's very interesting. I honestly, that somehow was works. not prepared for the route this conversation was going. Like, <laughs> I like it. It's really interesting. Um, Where I, were you thinking? I honestly, when I watched this movie, I didn't think of it from the. Uh, witch angle okay i thought of it like this weird stretch we're in right now that kind of started in 2008 2007 and it really kind of picked up speed by 2009 okay um just ghost stories right like yeah i mean there hadn't been a lot of ghost movies since the 80s and then suddenly you know, nine eleven happens, and we have this series of like torture porn movies. Like Saul comes out. Yeah, I say Saul, but Saul's actually like a legitimately good movie separate from the gore. Um, but you just have these movies where it's like, how violent and bloody can this be? And then about two thousand and eight, two thousand nine, there's a shift that's totally away from that mm-hmm. to Insidious. To the Conjuring. Yes. And it's odd. It's almost like the dividing line is 2008, whenever 
you had like the big stock market crash mm-hmm. and then the housing market bubble and all that. We go from thinking it, it it's like the housing market happens and everyone's losing their homes and people are occupying Wall Street and it's crazy. And then horror movies within a year or two from that are going looking at ghosts which is looking at the past and looking backwards rather Mm -hmm. than like what's right in front of us okay yeah we kind of have a a rush of those movies currently and they're still in the like the conjuring movies like they've they've been very open about we can take any move any item from like the warren's closet and then do a movie about it the 16 year old uh all week Every night, watched a different Conjuring movie. Yeah, he was catching up on all of them. So you've you've got a you've I just, converted him, I, I guess. Uh, I just think it's interesting the idea that we're at war and we're making movies about like torturing people, and then the bottom falls out of the economy, and suddenly everything's <laughs> about looking at the past and how the past is dangerous and coming back to hurt us. <laughs> That's a really good point. That's a really good point. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder what that means. Okay, let's get back. Let's let's back it up. Back up a little bit. This movie trivia, interesting uh, tidbits and whatnot. All about it. Uh, things I noticed: uh, the mom was the same chick from Six Feet Under. That's how I will always know her. Um, the dad was the dude from. Wait, I already forgot. Where the dad was the dude from Office Space, wasn't he? Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, nailed it. I know we talked about the Office Space ahead of time, but I didn't think we talked about Six Feet Under. Um, so some trivia for you. They had the real family come visit the set. Mm-hmm. And they were like, this is just like it was. Ooh, creepy. Oh, well. Again, I don't think so. Okay. Um, this film is oddly rated R. Um, and there's no real there's cussing, no gore there's no blood there's no there's no even deaths really you no know I got an R did, did they say scream fuck they said tone the overall tone of the movie no I mean, is yeah. too much do you think it would have been the blockbuster success if it was PG thirteen because like I don't think people would have taken it as seriously uh, I think it would have made even more money probably I don't okay. know this movie did make money fucking hand over fist um, I think a PG thirteen would only have helped it potentially. Bigger um, audience. I just, I think that just goes to show how fucking pointless the MPAA is. That they watch this movie and they're like, R. Why? Because. Because. Uh, there's, no nud- there's no nudity. But it's scary. Yeah, but there's no blood or gore or swearing. It's just the way the feel is an R. It's pointless. Yeah. It's a stupid yeah, stupid pointless system, system that no longer should be a thing. Um, yeah. So there you go. That tree in the backyard, they built that. That thing was 50 feet tall. Dang. Yeah, right? Um, let's see. The real Ed, or the real Lorraine Warren and Andrea Perron served as consultants to the director and screenwriter when they were doing the movie. Again, apparently to make sure... Everything was real. Bum, bum, bum. Are you scared? No. 
Um, and then I found a note that says the real Bathsheba Sherman was suspected of witchcraft and of killing an infant child. Yep. But her name was legally cleared after being found not guilty Thank by a court you. of law. She died of natural causes in 1885, not by hanging, as the movie portrays. She is buried in Harrisville, Rhode Island. Yep. So. You also have a massive amount of women who um, were tried and murdered as witches who were midwives. When a baby doesn't make it, people, you know what I mean? It's always and such a difficult time. You know, that, that, that aspect has never changed. And, but you get, oh, well, she killed my baby. She did something to kill the, you know, the baby sort of a thing. And it just made me real defensive. I was like, hey, hey, women don't, mm, Well, calm if, down. If it, if for what it's worth, the sequel doesn't have a witch in it, yeah, but it is maybe scarier. <laughs> okay. So. Well, all right. Well, then. Uh, Arkov this? I mean, I don't think so based solely It's kind of a creeper that. movie, not an action-y movie. Not a gory well, I movie. I mean, we just talked about it going in front of the MPA, and it doesn't yeah. have any flags that would give it an R. So, um, I, yeah. I will ask you. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, I want to ask you this. Who's okay. your favorite character? Um, The daughter, whose name is Cindy, who bangs her head into the closet. I'm sure it's spelled the same, too. It better be. It's the only way to spell it. Um, the Lopper and me are right. Sorry, go ahead. I I don't know. I like Ed Warren. <laughs> the dad. Oh, it, yeah. I mean, okay. eh, I can't. Oh, fine. I, yeah. Uh, what, what do you think the best scare was? I don't know. You tell you tell me. You tell us. What which what scare got me the worst? Um okay. I there were a few. <laughs> there were a few that really got you. I think the one that got you the most mm-hmm. was either when the witch like glides over her face. Because you were like, ah and when she vomits into her mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That um, was pretty foul. But I'd say the winner is when they're at the wardrobe that has the false back in it. Mm-hmm. And she's like pulls on it, and then the little girl says something, and it goes to that wide shot, and then you look up, and she's just on top of the wardrobe and just jumps on that little yep, girl. Yep, 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 yep. That yep. scared the shit out of you pretty hard. Um, <laughs> to the point where I thought we were gonna have to stop the movie for a second so you could collect yourself. It, this is how, in retrospect, it goes: jump scare, scream, mom. <laughs> Every single time I would scream, the 16-year-old would go, Mom! Like, he was exasperated. Couldn't believe it happened again. And you were just laughing. So, jump scare, scream. Yeah. Mom! I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think it's any secret for people that grew up watching these movies and watch anything scary, whenever. It, getting to watch these movies with someone who has never seen them before. And who scares really easily. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's like you get to enjoy them again for the first time. <laughs> I'm trying to, so I'm, I'm trying to embrace Bridger Weiniger, um, another podcast person, was somebody was saying, I hate horror movies. I hate that kind of, and he said, why? It's the best thing because it's a safe boost of adrenaline. Like something terrifying happens. Your adrenaline shoots up. Ha ha, just kidding. It, you're still in your safe place. Enjoy that little rush of adrenaline I gave you. And so I'm trying real hard 
to just be like, it, it's fine. It's fine. I can do this. Okay. Well, let me, let me ask you this. It's not working, but do I try. you like when you go on a roller coaster and you do that first drop? Nope. See, I fucking love that. I always, even, even when I got to the point where I could, I, the, the roller coasters available to me didn't scare me anymore. The initial drop, I always have to scream to get it out. And then I'm like, Bruh. anyway, and like, I can go back to being okay. Like, I enjoy rides at parks that just take you up in the air and drop you. Nope. Like, Negatory I good buddy. love that feeling. Like, which is partially why I'm a little afraid to do something like skydiving. Because I think... You would fall in love? I would immediately love it forever. And I would want to just... Every day I would be in point break for the um, rest of time. A girlfriend of mine from high school, her brother-in-law, is like a master jumper. He... He same thing. He just did it and was like, "Oh, I fucking love this." And <laughs> yep, that's I, what he does. I love like, I love driving cars fast. I love falling like safely off of things. I love like roller coaster drops. I love all of that shit. Wild, <laughs> wild. <laughs> just how I am. What are we watching next week? Okay. In our hey, there's a witch in that. Um, so we're going to watch a movie that is, uh, it's, it's not even might. We're going to watch the movie that is going to be the most fucking insane movie that we watched this month. Okay. Um, just the title alone. We're going to watch Sam Raimi, mm-hmm. director of Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, Dark Man, his 2009 film, Drag Me to Hell. Fuck. Okay. Well, in- until then... Cindy, it's what if The Conjuring mm-hmm. was also a comedy? Okay, okay, maybe we'll be okay. <laughs> we'll see. It's batshit crazy. <laughs> well, until then, I'm Josh. and I'm Cindy, and I'm still his girlfriend.